In a world of EMS podcasters, EMS Office Hours is the only live podcast bringing you the latest topics and opinions in EMS. Turn down your scanner and turn up your speakers as we join Jim Hoffman and Josh Knapp on their latest EMS podcasting journey. EMS Office Hours. I'm Jim Hoffman. I'm Josh Knapp. And I'm Dave Brenner. Here we are for the for the uh, the annual Thanksgiving show. Huh. Is this where the turkeys fall off the helicopter? Yeah, they come down for the helicopter and we don't realize they can't fly. You know. Carnage. <laughs> I remember that show. It makes me WKRP very old. WKRP in Cincinnati. That was a great TV show. It was. Who said turkeys can't fly? <laughs> <laughs> Those domestic turkeys, right? They don't know any better. They're very filled with antibiotics for that to the breast meats that are always tipping over. Well, you guys obviously haven't done a transport to Staten Island in a long time. Oh, we got turkeys out here. Oh yeah, <laughs> well There's yeah, turkeys. but that's yeah. a whole different thing for Long Island, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so just wanted n- nothing crazy today, I guess. Um, just kind of keep it light. Just wanted to get on. Wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, and of course, huh. selling oh, yeah. their wares. Of course, it's actually not selling; it's for free. You can still get a free copy of this baby. Go to freeemsbook.com, and you can get yourself a copy. It's only going on to the end of November, and then I'm not giving it away for free anymore. So. Jump on what? that before I Wait, stop what? Away Not free. That's right. So once that's done, um, yeah, either the the end of February or if I run out by then, uh, that's going to be into that. So uh, tell your friends if you already claimed yourself a copy. I I mailed out a bunch earlier this week, and uh, late last week. So um, if you get yours, tell your friends. So they can get themselves a copy. So um, today, I, I something that kind of ties into a little bit of what's going on these days in EMS with the uh, shortages and um, you know getting people on the truck and all. Uh, Dave, I actually saw something you posted on I think your Facebook page about if Laguardia is, is actually going to pay for people to go to EMT school. Right, well, but they have it's, to, they it's have not to work for AMR, AMR. Yeah, it's AMR and their new uh, their new master uh, corporation. They're gonna, yeah, as students, they're gonna pay them to go to school. Right, and in ten weeks, they're gonna be an EMT, and they gotta work for uh, they gotta work for them for a year. But yeah, they, while they're going to school, they're getting what's, paid. What's new is old, and what's old is new again. Isn't that what they used to do? I mean, back in the day, you well, could the volunteer agencies kind yeah. of did that, right? When, you used to, when Josh used to park the uh, dinosaurs for the people who come. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I shouldn't like, do you know, that. I'm I've the seen, oldest. I've actually seen some. You are. Of the, you are. You're I a saw, true dinosaur. I saw programs that did that for nurses, where they would pay for the person to go to nursing school. A uh, couple of paramedics I knew worked for a hospital. The hospital paid for them to go to nursing school, and then they had to sure. uh, agree to work for the hospital as a nurse for a year. Still going on. Yeah, no, that's still that has been at Columbia since uh, I was there. It never stopped. Right. 
Um, so, you know, people that are sick of EMS and you want to be a nurse, there's, there's programs like that out there that'll pay for you to go to nursing school. You know? And so, what's the theme of this show? If you're new to EMS and just come stumbled across this podcast on the YouTubes or something, you can go get free. If you live in New York, you can go become an EMT. Which kind of leads me a little bit to what I wanted to sort of talk about today. Um, and I don't know, man. You guys tell me your your take on this because this is something over the years that, have, that has um, kind of irritated me a little bit. And I, I, I want to say frustrated, not irritated. But when you get partners that are not a full-time uh, EMT or paramedic and they are less than interested. That in, you don't count, Dave. You do it. Yeah, too Dave, much. you don't count because you know. But I mean, I'm like, interested. like they're you they're know? a cop, they're a fireman, they're a nurse, let's say, and they have an EMT or a paramedic certification, and they're they're riding it. You know, it makes some extra money, but they're less than interested in the call. So every call to them is is uh, a nuisance. Um, they're not big on continuing education stuff. They're not big on self-education when they, you know, trying to improve themselves as far as knowledge of protocols, the knowledge of company policies, even where a company doesn't want you to do certain things. And they're like, well, no, I'm going to do what I want anyway, because I'm just part-time or I'm just per diem. I don't care if they fire me type attitude. And I've always felt that that puts the, the full-time person that's sort of vested in the agency they're working for in, in, in a bad position. I mean, I've had people where, I mean, just thinking back the New York City days who were cops and whatnot, and you're supposed to be 89, you know, sitting on your corner, and they would be driving way out of your area because they had to go run an errand someplace, you know, putting you in a bad position as a full-timer who's vested with the agency you're in, and you don't want to get in trouble and you God forbid you get caught. Now you put in a position of having to either throw them under the bus because they insist on going somewhere or, or taking the hit with them because you were out of your response area. And I find that that is something in various places that I've worked for, not just New York city, where you get people who sort of have that, that mentality, you know, they'll, they'll bend so the rules, they go outside the, the rules because it's not their full-time gig. If they get fired, they're not really worried about it because they've got a, a full-time job as a police officer, fireman, nurse, whatever whatever it is. You want to reduce this show it's to, or title it to the rules don't apply to me, right? The, so we're really talking about those that, that mindset that comes on the bus and sits next to you or that you have to work with. And, you know, the rules apply, as we all know, you know, except for very uh, uh, special circumstances, if there's something that happens on the bus, both crew members are responsible for it. Right. I just need to say this. It's the summary of exactly how I feel about what you said. Throw them under the bus. <laughs> just throw them under the bus. It's not why I'm there. It's not why they should be there. It's not good for the patient. It's not good for the system. It's not good for the agency. If it's only good for them, throw them 
under the bus. They don't deserve to work with you. They don't deserve to have you as a partner. They don't deserve to be in this field. And they don't deserve the money that they're earning. Even though it's not enough, they right. don't deserve it. And if they don't think it's enough to put in a good effort, don't do it. Don't Whatever it is you were doing and supplementing, you're, you're supplementing with EMS, go supplement it with whatever it was you were doing. You know, really. Don't do it. And and for those well, of you who I work with who are doing that, don't do it. Yeah, but right, Dave, I'm, going, I'm, really, I'm looking for the bus. Every time you're <laughs> with me, you're doing that. I am looking for the bus. But, you know, I mean, you still will get those individuals. And, you know, just throwing them under the bus doesn't always help. What if your supervisor doesn't really care? What if the organization doesn't really care? What if they... They, you know, the, because the guy is uh, a cop or, you know, or a lawyer or somebody that the wow. agency heads. I know who you're talking about, but go ahead. The agency heads, um, you know, like, you know, there, there's an aspect of, well, you're the, you know, tell them they're, they're supposed to do the right thing. I mean, that's horseshit, as we all know. Well, you know, if the agency is going to protect them and condone it, then shame on the agency, but not shame on me. It's got. Yeah, I can't, I can't like not report them because the agency may not go forward. I, I've been playing that too, where people that are in those positions sometimes the 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 management will sort of look the other way for those people because of you know because uh, it's their son, pop. it's their daughter, it's their nephew, it's yeah, their friend's like friend. That. It's yeah. Yeah, that that exists any everywhere. However, a, work, a yeah. lawyer working on a bus, somebody says, "I got it." <laughs> That's funny. Influence taking it to an entire yes. new level. That's funny. That's, yeah. How, right. However, it's I got to tell you, I know so many attorneys that work in EMS. I've known so a few. many. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I don't know any dentists working EMS, <laughs> but attorneys, you betcha. Yeah. Yeah, and they're not always, you know, uh, either criminal or, or um, no. you know, they're, I've I've worked with patent attorneys. I mean, I've worked I've worked with um, bankers. I I you know I mean. And what do you find, Josh, with those people? Do you find that they they are interested in in you know following the rules and 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 you know being a good provider, not not you know, poo-pooing jobs or, or, you know, things like hanging around the ER for, for a long time in between, you know, when they, they get to the ER with the patient, they, they stay there a little bit longer, um, you know, look for Listen, reasons to go out of service. I mean, I've had all that type of stuff happen. I've worked not just other... in, in, you know, in one area, it's been different areas that I've worked in. It's, I, I've seemed to have that same situation. I, I find, I find it's not necessarily you know, the classification of the individual, but more to the individual. And keep in mind, you know, this other aspect, you know, we're transitioning, transitioning. I mean, it's been 10 or 15 years now that we're transitioning from really the wild west of EMS. When we used to go, we had no GPS in the vehicle. We only had radio contact. We could be out of our 89 and then it was a cat and mouse you know, situation. That was called EMSBWA. EMSBWA. EMS BWA. by wandering around. Yes. Yeah, right. 
Yes, and there was danger to that too, because every now and then, you know, they would the 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 overall they'd pick you up in a different area, you know, or a different radio frequency, and said, "Oh, you're closer." Respond to this job, or or you you weren't where you're supposed to be, and a, a call dropped a block away from where you said you were, and uh, oh yes, yes, you know, you had to start booking across town, you know, to get there. Listen, I worked in that, that environment. It was fun right. to be that way, to, to jump on calls, to float around and try to pick up a good job you might hear on the radio and stuff like that. But, you know, oh, but listen, at the same time, I, I, I wasn't, I, I was, I was actively trying to work versus you had you had a good trauma that was outside of your area you know and all right. you're getting is six calls I'm 30 seconds yeah, away. yes i'm closer i'm 30 seconds <laughs> out i'm right there i'm right there hey guys and the drive, I, I, you know i i just got a personal text from somebody who must be listening who tells me <laughs> that they uh they work with a uh a dentist in ems all right who, who also so there was you an go instructor but a, a responder as well on long island Wow. Yeah, I but I work with chiropractor. So the so, but wait, so Why where I was going with, so where I was going instead of the, the selection of people that we work with was the attitudes of the time and the transition out. And you know, when you were working that full time, it became <laughs> something more of you know, uh adapt or die. You you had to follow fa fall in. And start sticking to your 89 because G GPS was there. You had to, you know, you had to follow yeah. all the commands. But you'd have these people who were part-time who were coming onto the bus with the mindset of how they used to do it. You know, let's oh, let's go to you know Giovanni's. It's a great deli. Yeah, it's 10 miles out of our 89, but Right. You know, we'll we'll pick up some jobs along the way, and I'm like, right. no, or try to get to a hospital because by that hospital is a good place to eat. It, yes, so yes. you're willing to go outside. You, oh my God, I hope this patient wants to go to this hospital because I know right over there we can get something to eat when we're done. You know, you know, at least we don't go lights and sirens to donuts, right? Huh. But, you know, so we have, them, so we're in an interesting, you know, the point I wanted to make is we're in, in an interesting time. We're really transitioning out of this sort of lawless state, if you want to say, you know, where, you know, it was, uh, we had a sense of duty. We had a sense of purpose to now, you know, fill, be a cog in the machine, you know, be where you're supposed to be. <sighs> Uh, what do you not like about that, Dave? I don't like, I don't, I think we need to be where we're supposed to be. You don't have a system if you're not where you're supposed to be. You know, the guys pushing the battleships around, they think we're there. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever have fun in the Wild West? Uh, uh, I, 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 it's not that I did it. Busted. It's you're not busted. that, well, you, you have to remember my background's not the same as yours. I didn't. I know you had the horses. Where, you had to feed them. Not that. Yeah. yeah we had to feed them and uh, we had to catch them first and break them. But, yeah. um, but you know, I, I only did that on my, uh, my internship, my rotations that I worked in a place where uh, we were supposed to be where we were supposed to be. I remember, I mean, I was, I was just the intern sitting there and we're in the, we're in the diner and the, uh, and the, Radio's going off, and the guy says, "We're not leaving. 
we need, you know, I haven't gotten my fries yet. And, and I want to say yeah. this too. I want to say this too, uh, Jim, because it's true. This part I'm saying is true. Just because you're full-time doesn't mean you follow the rules. There are, well, yeah, and full-time and the, and is the doing what you're and, talking and, about. Yeah, the opposite is true too, right? The people that are part time also, you can't. I'm not. I don't want to throw a blanket on everyone that it works into the job full time and works part time or per diem as EMS that they they're not they come in not following the rules. I'm I'm talking about just experience that I've had and how to handle those situations that you get put in when you work with these type of people. The same thing for full timers. You know, with a full timer doesn't follow the rule, like you said. Are you throwing their full timer under, under the bus? Are you you know is that just the policy you're going to have. Is that put individual policy for yourself, you think, Dave? That, that Put a sign something? on the bus. Put a sign on that on your hat that says, I will throw you under the bus. <laughs> Let them know when you, as nope. they come on that, listen, we're going to do what we're supposed to do. If you have other plans, you need to make new plans. Yeah, I mean, I've had situations where, where I didn't think that was going to be the case. And then we would do a call and something would happen and then i'd have to like say listen dude this this cannot be going on you know and Good. if 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 you if it goes on again we're going to be i'm going to be making phone calls and we get caught i'm just telling you right now you know it's going to be on you because i am going to you know say something to somebody if we get caught it you know, takes a while to do, get to this i'm not going to get put on you know, administrative leave or anything like that. I'm not going to get a write-up in my file because you wanted to get a special slice of pizza that you know was. Oh wait a out minute! If it's area. pizza, everything else changes. <laughs> well, you say, everybody has their kryptonite. This is sort of reminiscent of shows that we've done in the past in terms of bad behavior. Like, what do you do when your partner, you know, is is just not is not uh working working like he should or she t-u-t-b throw them under the bus you know that is that's don't a get into, don't get into the us versus them type thing then like the management versus the they're doing it to you you don't you just explained it. They're doing it to you. They're sacrificing your career. They are throwing you under the bus by doing what they do. Why would you feel bad? I, I about, understand about doing the right it's, thing. I don't think it's them under bad. the bus. I think it's it's getting maybe a reputation that you're not about your partner. You're about the patient. Like, like Josh Wait said. a minute. Say it. Patient. So Mike, Mike, uh, uh, yeah, gave us it. a little text. You know, the admin will throw everybody under the bus, and there's a little bit of truth to that, right? Um, the attorneys and will. what? And one of the first laws that I learned, you know, when I was the new EMT on the bus, was what happens on the bus stays on the bus. Yeah, that. And that's, there is an aspect baloney. of you throw or you report your partner. You know, uh, it 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 can. It can hurt you within the group that you're in. I wouldn't be a member of a group like that. I don't have That's a the membership cool group, card. Dave. What? That's the cool group. I've never been cool. <laughs> never. I didn't go into EMS to be cool. I didn't study math to be cool. Nobody. No, you can't study math, math to be cool. Stop it now. But uh, no. But it, you know, I gotta say, it takes a while to get to the to the point of comfort in yourself and the comfort in your own body to say 
you know, I can't do yeah. what you're doing. You know, when you're 22 years old and you're the new guy on the bus or the new woman on the bus and they, they're saying this is the way we do things around here. It's it's tough to say no to that. Yeah. OK, thank you for recognizing that. Do, do, uh, we, do we train people to have resistance to it? I actually wrote a course where we train people to have resistance to the pressure of a partner who wants to do the wrong thing. Wait a second. Say that last part again. You you've integrated. Uh, uh, you run a separate course on that, or you with, integrated into within, your program within the NAEMT course, the National Association of EMT course, PTAP, Psychological Trauma and EMS Patients, which I am one of the six authors of. There is a component that's where we put them into the position of saying to to their colleagues. You know, you can't do what you're doing. We're not going to tolerate what you're doing. This is the way to do it right. And no, no, we don't treat patients like crap. I don't care how often you've had them. I don't care what they're doing. We don't do that. And they get trained to say it. The first time they say it shouldn't be when they're put on the spot. They should have repertoire, just like the first time you put on a traction splint shouldn't be on a patient who needs it. So they need to be trained to say it. Seriously. We know it's a problem. If we don't address it in the training, huh, if they don't address it in the training, they're not going to be ready for it. You have to address it in the training. You have yeah, to be I'll, able I'll to tell you, Dave, I've, I've actually seen a lot of that and a lot of the, um, the EMS uh, Facebook groups and all where you get the new people coming in and expressing this frustration that either they're brand new on the ambulance as an employee or they're a student doing their ride-alongs and they're experiencing this and they don't have, they have no idea how to handle these experienced providers, the, the people that have been with the company for a while, and they're not sure what to do. Do they throw them under the bus? You know, they want, like you said, they want to fit in, right? They're brand new. They're looking to fit in. And, and a lot of ways is just to go ahead and, and do what everybody else is doing until, like you said, Dave, until you get that comfort level where they can say, all right, you know what? I've got the experience now. I have the know-how and I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. I'm going to put the best interests of the patient, myself, the agency, the response times, everything that falls in you know, under that first. On the most common level, how often do we hear from students? And I hear it all the time, by the way. Um, you know, my partner is walking, my partner, my preceptor is walking every diff breather to the ambulance. He says to me, or she says to me, I don't use stair chairs. Um, right. If they made a mistake and they were upstairs, they got to get themselves downstairs. But, or, you know, I mean, I, I see it all the time. I have to tell you, because I, I, I'm in a system where we have providers who go to the scene, not me usually, and then the bus shows up and I'm on the bus. And I'm, and I'm going to a diff breather or a chest pain or an altered mental status. And they're saying to me, we're walking the patient out to the bus. I said, you could stop right there. I'm taking the, I'm taking the stretcher off the bus and I'm coming to meet you. And if you don't stop, I'll meet you in the middle of the lawn. Uh, but we're done. We're done. Yeah, but that's a, that's sort of a different no, it's angle not. then, right? No, I mean, not. you know, 
you don't think wrong. there's a difference between a, a, a mistreating a patient and going out of your 89? There's different seven. levels. Yeah, there's different levels between. I think it's, um, it's disregard for rules. It's not all black and white, yeah. is it? Well, I think it's a level. disregard for rules. Yeah. I think, you're dis I think you're disrespecting everybody in your district when you leave your district. So, Dave, when you're on the highway, do you drive 55 everywhere you're going? Yeah. Or I, do you move with listen, traffic? Listen. When I'm in the I ambulance, mean, there's a certain I'm pretty damn close to the to what the posted speed limit is. Now, when you're on the ambulance, you're allowed to exceed it. In an emergency, not yes, not when yes, you're riding around for coffee. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. What I what I do in my private life is is certainly less perfect than what I do when I'm on the ambulance because on the ambulance I have responsibility to others. I don't have a sworn oath to myself, but when when I go on the ambulance, I'm I'm saying I'm willing to do these rules. Right. Have I ever sped? Oh yes. Do I? Do I? I have. Li listen, I have drivers. I have been with drivers who bring me back from the hospital at eighty miles an hour. Yes. And I go crazy with that. <laughs> yes. Well, that was a big thing on Long Island and a lot of volunteers. Oh, wait, I mean, let's I throw Long Island that. under the bus. That never happened in the city. Yeah. Well, yeah. Where the speed limit well, now is I, 25. You know, yeah. And yeah, where the speed limit is 25. Yeah. It's it a is? suggestion. It's, it's a, not it's a, a nice. It's a nice. Pop signs and speed limits are just a suggestion. It's not really the law. No, but one of the most horrific crashes that I remember, you know, happened with a, uh, a volley EMT driving a very seasoned medic and, um, and uh, a patient um, that, and the patient wasn't critical. And the guy ran, the guy was speeding. He ran a light. He got this Brooklyn? killed. No, it was all the way out in like okay. Hapank or someplace. Because okay, it happened in Brooklyn too. No need to throw. Yeah, and then it happened in Brooklyn, right? Well, no, that broken that arm. Was, they just, broken they arm patient. Lights and sirens through the light. Yeah, that was the one where they just laid on their side, t-boned. Yeah. Driver pass. Everybody was. Yeah, the family messed up in that one. Yeah. But, yeah, well, uh, like, so, like, I think, I, like you guys so said, breaking, I think, wait a second. That, so, breaking that, the rules, level, has like you said, Josh, there's a level, sure. like you said, right? The patient care, people that are bending rules for patient care versus bending rules for operational type stuff, um, that are just agency specific versus you know, and then there's the system rules that you're breaking as well, you know. And I and I think, I, I think that that most people. Um, are going to be extremely intolerant of the patient care rules being broken, right? They're going to be a little more accepting of the operational rules, you know, being, being bent. And then I think even more accepting of system-wide rules being bent because the, I think the less that it's affecting them personally, they're willing to sort of look the other way until they get caught. And you know. bringing this full circle back to where we started we were talking about what do you do when your partner is in that mindset? And, you know, it's it, it, in some cases you could bring it down and distill it down to say it's black and white. Either they're following yeah. the rules or they're not following the rules. And then there's considerations, you know, um, that that theoretically you shouldn't be taking into consideration, but can color the 
can can color the the fa- the facts, so to speak, uh, surrounding the situation, uh, surrounding what rules are bro- broken. Is this you know is this a guy who's been on the bus for twenty years is now working in another job comes on you know once a month the fullest uh, fulfill his per diem requirements and goes out and says, listen, I want to stop by, you know, Giovanni's and get their coffee before I start my tour. It's three blocks out of our 89. Let's just do it. You know, versus, uh, yeah, uh, I don't use a stair chair and this is a five flight carry and the guy can walk. Or Or versus like Dave said, that you're sitting in a diner and waiting for your food and you get hit, you get hit with a call. And you still sit there waiting for the food. You don't start making right. way to the ambulance. And, to, and a lot spot. of that is a lot of that, Jim, has been taken care of by technology, hasn't it? You know, if you don't hit your 63 within, yeah. I think, 20 seconds of getting yeah. it or something like that, mm-hmm. they not only radio you, but it goes down in the call log and then it sure. becomes it can become well, an listen, issue. I worked at a place where they see you could you could say you're responding. But if they don't see the vehicle actually moving, they don't count it. As that's you what they're doing now. You know what I mean? That, that, yeah, I mean with GPS and the new computer systems they put in, it's basically you hit the sixty-three, and if you're not in drive within a couple of seconds, yeah, you know, and sixty-three it, it for those black. listening that are outside of the uh, New York Sorry. area, you know, means you're going to the responding right. to the responding to the call. call. Um, yeah, damn technology. Well, the other thing, just to kind of round it out, guys, for, for today, and something that I wanted to um, kind of jump off of that is when it comes to throwing the people under the bus. Because I, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say throw. I haven't thrown people under the bus, but I've made management aware of issues with people that were doing that, whether it's patient care or I would say gross bending of the rules because I bent the rules, you know, like in MOFO when I was back in the day, you know. Um, But when management looks the other way because of staffing problems, because of the fact they don't have enough people to come, like you get the one guy that is a per diem, but he's coming in all the time because he's filling slots he comes in last minute. He comes in on holidays. He covers all these shifts. And now they're being made aware that he's not where he's supposed to be. He's walking patients to ambulances, stuff like that. You know, management, you know, I've seen look the other way and turn a blind eye to it because of the fact of what that person is bringing to the agency as far as um, filling those slots. Right. 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 But there's also yeah. the other aspect that we that we were not really paying attention to is that our management, our structure has changed. I mean, I'm sure when all of us started on the ambulance, you know, a supervisor had, you know, two or three buses that, you know, two or three crews um, or four or five crews or something like that, that they had to pay attention to. And now, you know, it's expanded because the ranks have expanded. So, you know, a guy, a, a supervisor could have 10 crews to listen to. Uh, and now, you know, their workload has tripled, but they're not getting any extra support in dealing with that workload. So in fractions, you know, 
could be a a a, a nuisance or a necessary nuisance that they don't always pay attention to. So, I mean, there's there's a structural component to this as well. You know, yeah, it's not just a, it's not just a want. Yeah, it's not just a, a quick fix on what we're talking about. You know, um, because there are different elements to it. Uh, you know, I, I can't remember that the, I saw a, a, somebody wrote something on a, a Facebook post, actually comment on one of the podcasts that we did a while back. You know, and just mention a lot of what we talked about, a lot about the pay and education and stuff that we've we've been talking about on the show for quite a long time. And in the end of it, they pretty much said this is something that's going on in, in EMS for decades and nothing has changed with regards to a lot of what we talk about. And he's like, it becomes to a point where you get provider exhaustion from you know, trying to fix the, the, the issues that we have. Right. You know, uh, and then that goes back a little bit where I started talking about today, where you end up, you turn the blind eye because you're like, what do I care what we're doing, where we are, you know, I'm overworked, I'm underpaid. I'm, you know, all this stuff that goes along with it. And then you end up just sort of turning a blind eye to it yourself, you know, and then you, you can end up, like I said, getting thrown under the bus yourself or getting dragged under with the with the guy who's not doing right. the right thing. So I think it's a little bit of a balancing act with it. You know, Dave has the the straightforward, you know, approach of you got to do the right thing, you know, for yourself and the patient and, and the agency. And and he's right in a lot of the ways that it, it is a system and you have to be able to work within the system, you know. And and my take on it is is that listen, if you're coming into someplace to work. And you're not willing to do the, what the agency rules on, the agency guidelines are on, what the patient care guidelines are, then don't don't come and do it, you know, because you are putting everybody at the agency at, at risk. You know, I mean, nowadays something happens and it ends up on the news. Right. You know, it, you know don't yeah, don't do it. Avoid the temptation. Uh, try not to, um, you know, embed yourself in that environment if you can it's you know like you know everybody's going back behind the school to smoke cigarettes all the cool kids are doing it right well, not the math know, kids this is, right no the not math the math kids, kids. <laughs> that's hey you know let's uh some some of us were science majors all right mm. um but you know there is an aspect and and a, and a true aspect that you know associate with the with the people who play by the rules because that, you know, in a rule-based system where you're counting on those rules for your safety, it becomes imperative that you follow those rules. Yeah. Because, you know, they're, they're developed. All right. We're going to end it there. Um, I don't want to go on too much. It is a Thanksgiving show. So we have to keep it a little shorter. Uh. Um, So of course, don't forget one more push. Go get the book. So remember, Free. get get your vaccinations. Free EMS book. Enjoy your family. Make sure the turkey is cooked thoroughly. Let's right. keep those EMS calls down. <laughs> yeah. If you are working EMS, guys, please stay safe out there. You know, uh, hopefully where you're working, they do some sort of uh, thing. I, I mean, you got there. I've worked places. A lot of times Thanksgiving, they put something together. 
Yeah, if there's a potluck at your house, at your station house or your organization, do it. Do it. It's a great, great thing to do. Um, You know, there are a lot of places are closed. You can't pick up food in your normal areas. So, you know, do a Thanksgiving. Do a thing. There's there's nothing wrong with that. That's a great idea. Yeah. Had a lot of fun at at, uh, a number of them I've been to. All right. Uh, anything guys you want to end off with before we wrap it up? Dave? Um, I wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. All right. I want to remind everybody who wants a wrench, get them, get your orders in now. Just, just get them. If you're looking for a Christmas present for a friend or a great holiday gift, yeah, they make great ornaments, especially (laughs) in the house. But um, they're great. They're they're great. You know what? They're really good at Secret Santa. If you're doing a Secret Santa, they're great for that. They're Absolutely. not that expensive. But uh, get your orders in now because the mail sucks. Very slow these days. All right, that's it, guys. As always, uh, thanks for watching. Be sure to like this video so it stays up in the feed a little bit longer. I really appreciate it if you do that. If you're watching it on YouTube. Hit the like, subscribe button someplace on the page here um, so that you get notified when a new episode is coming on. And um, as always, uh, I am Jim Hoffman. Josh Knapp. And I'm Dave Brenner. Stay safe. <laughs>